Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hey, Blue. We are the Baseball Umpires Podcast for umpires by an umpire. We're more than just balls and strikes and outs and saves. Listen for tips, rule interpretations, equipment and attire reviews, interviews with umpires of all levels, and some funny stories that might come up every time out on the baseball field. If you're new to the field as an umpire or a seasoned vet in the world of umpiring, then this is the podcast for you. Hey Blue, the Umpire Podcast is part of the 1420 Sports Bar group of podcasts on the Belly Up Network. Hey Blue Podcast, the Umpires Podcast for Umpires by Umpires. Uh, number 11, I think this is. I'm sure you guys will correct me if I'm wrong or if I'm not right or whatever it is. But anyways, I think it's number 11. Jim will fix that up as he always does for the 1420 Podcast. But anyways, the Hey Blue Podcast is brought to you by Plate Crate. Uh, use promo code 1420PLATE at platecrate.com today. You get the gift of baseball delivered to your door uh, all year long at Plate Crate. Plus, they got gifts and everything else, not just the crates. To go give them a look. They've been good to us. And uh, if you support them, that supports us and everything else. Anyways, the Hey Blue podcast, it all kind of started, uh, as you guys know, with a little bit of a rant I had in the 1420 podcast. And then it, it started to take off a little bit. Once we started doing the uh, Southern Alberta Umpire Association, we started to do our clinic uh, started back in October. It's been uh, quite successful. Uh, it's getting a, a lot better than, than we thought it has. But a lot of people have been coming in and out. It's kind of a drop-in thing. It's free, which is uh, another good thing. Something we've talked about, how to get people out in the umpire world uh, to make the uh, the costs low to start off with. And then even for the younger guys, which we'll, I'll get into, to make it absolutely free to, to make sure we can get them out there and they're not dumping a bunch of money into something. When parents aren't dumping money in to something that they're, they're not interested in. So it's been quite successful. We started back in October when it was still warm enough here in Southern Alberta to do things outside. We've had the, the great people at the Prairie Baseball Academy um, give us their facility for free. We've been on the field uh, in uh, doing all the, that stuff. And we got a lot of the on the field stuff and for the bigger field, the field coverage. We got all that stuff taken care of when we were having had a chance to be outside. But as you, you guys know, who are, are from uh, Alberta, from Canada, we don't get the, uh, the same, um, the same glory as our American friends do to be outside all year long to do to, to umpire games because snow takes over and nothing you can do about it. But we've had a quite a successful year. Uh, when we first got going, we had more experienced umpires that were coming out, still had the bug to get out and do things. Um, we didn't have many younger people at all to, to get out and, and take advantage of what we offer on a, on a week, uh, bi-weekly basis and get out there and, and take advantage of that and, and to learn how to do things and just to, to tune up on some things that they thought that they knew get better at things that they didn't know and are getting better on a daily basis. One person who's been to every uh, every single clinic that we started this is Asa Thompson. She's been fantastic. She's picking up on a lot of stuff that she didn't know was right and wrong. There's still a few things that she gets a little bit twisted and turned on, but in general, Asa's been just fantastic just to the way she's picked up on her plate stance and and that kind of stuff that we we really really hit um it's probably entrenched in her brain now uh hearing my voice say on the rubber set call it 
on the rubber, set, call it. Uh, she's been fantastic through the whole thing. And she's a uh, thank you very much also for coming out on a, on a bi-weekly basis. You're, you're perfect attendance. It's greatly appreciated. And the, the stuff that you learn and, and the, the questions that you ask her are greatly appreciated as you come out. This past week, we had a, uh, it was quite fantastic, actually. We had nothing but uh, first-time umpires, except for us, obviously. We had nothing but first-time umpires, and it was a it was a, a different experience for me and for Tyler and for Matt Ben, who was there for the first time in a while. Thank you, Matt, for coming back out and helping out with the clinic. But we had a bunch of first-time guys out, and it was uh, it was quite good. And it turned out quite well. The uh, the kids, they were a little bit tentative at first. They uh, didn't know what they were getting themselves into. And I, I went to the, like, they wouldn't even come into the building. And because a lot of them have been in there before at the, the field house, I guess you'd call it Lloyd Nolan Yard. Uh, they didn't even want to come in and join, it, was, it seemed. But it was quite nice that they did. Uh, even a friend of mine. And the guy who I do the podcast with, the Dave, his son Jasper came out with uh, with Kaylee, who I've known for forever. Uh, they came out and they had a they they were a little bit tentative to get out there. And I said, "Come on in. Here's what we're going to do. We're going to start right with the basics." And it was kind of a good thing that we didn't have any of our our older um, umpires there. Not that they can't. We we all not that they, but we all can't uh, tune up on on our on the rubber set call it and our heel toe and our slot work and all that stuff on a, a weekly basis, but. Having having all the the new students or cadets as, as, as John Galante was, uh, was on our show back in I think it was November. Thank you very much once again, John. If you're listening, I have to get you back on. Maybe we'll do a uh, another one before Christmas. But um, it was it was really good to have a bunch of kids who didn't know what they were doing and they weren't intimidated because they looked over to the to the right and to the left of them when we were doing the uh, just getting the the the, play, the feet work done that they they weren't. Uh, intimidated they weren't scared to make a mistake because the person next to them didn't know anything either and uh, as we've, we've talked before uh, about these these clinics is that when you get a bunch of kids who don't have any bad habits or kids adults or people in general who don't have any bad habits they're the best ones to teach and then what was really gratifying to me it's just a two-hour thing we do every couple of weeks is that we went back to the uh, on the rubber set, call it uh, at the end of the thing, and the kids were already picking up of, on stuff that they that they learned just two hours before, and that they were make, they were correcting their own mistakes, and that was something that I that, that was really gratifying for me is that they they were doing that, and they, they you would just look at them a little bit funny, and they go okay yeah 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 their hand where to, where to put their hands. We started really really basic. We started just like just your feet, then just to sit, then where to put your arms. Like we did it in steps, in steps, in steps. And then we worked it to the plate and what you do in, in there. Uh, so it was actually really quite good uh, that they, they were getting it to in, entrenched in their brain that quick. And then showing them, like I have my stance, Tyler has his stance, and Matt has his. And they kind of incorporated what they, they could do to their body, body uh, structure and, their, and their, their body makeup. And to get out there and do things and do them properly. And it was, it was quite nice to see whether they remembered this week, because we're doing one this week. Otherwise it's Christmas Eve and then New Year's Eve. And we won't get anybody else. So we're doing it again this week, but it was quite nice to see these kids get out there and do that and, and get it right and, and do it, do it properly. Because, uh, if, if you got to break that, we talked about this before, breaking down habits and then building it back up. It's a tough thing to do, but these kids, they didn't, they don't know any better. And they, they, uh, it was quite, uh, quite good to see there, there there was one one uh, young gentleman he was the older one of the group but i think he came in thinking this was kind of a, this is going to be kind of a joke in the umpire thing and he was too cool to be an umpire and by the end of it he was he kind of was you can see the, uh, there was a little bit of a fire in his belly to get out there and do it properly we were just doing uh something simple funny little story that umpires might who i mean if you're not listening if you listen to this you're an umpire you're not just listen to 
pad my stats, I hope. If you do it now, that's fine too. But uh, we were just doing nobody on base. You're the plate umpire. You go out and you uh, you you go and wh- where you go in a ground ball in the infield and which way you turn when the plays when the plays over at first base. And we we just put it in his head. You got to turn t- towards the infield because ball and a runner, ball and a runner, ball and a runner. Said that probably a hundred times uh, during the, uh, the the clinic the other day, and it was quite quite funny. He kind of wasn't understanding why. I, I was telling him to, to turn t- towards the infield, towards the pitcher's mound, and before he headed back to, to home plate. And then when I said something, um, when I said something to him that here's why you do it, and your mom's your your mom's in the in the uh, in the stands, and it doesn't matter to her about what's going on in the game. She won't understand. But the ball and the runners the other way, so just do it this way. And we've been quite successful by not uh, at our clinic. And I, th- I think there's other things like John told me with the Tri-State Elite Umpire Association, what they do, um, just doing a lot of on-the-field stuff because the rule book will take care of itself a lot of times. And we'll learn that as we go. And there's, you only have so many hours of instruction available a day, a week, or, or whatever it is. And before you know it, you're on the field all the time. And there is some some things that an umpire needs to do to get the um, – to get – better and they need to do that on, on their own but having having the on the field stuff which hasn't been available around here for quite some time uh, i'm quite proud of that fact that we're doing that with the southern Alberta umpire association and getting that rolling i hope that people who listen to this show if you don't have anything going in in your area you you can get something going because it, it, it's invaluable to 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 umpires and and to the young guys to get out there and do it properly we started doing things uh, uh once we got inside we started do, we went right to the basics we went right to the whole plate meeting we went right to putting the equipment on the whole bit what you should wear how you should wear it how your your chest pad should fit the whole bit we went through it all and the home plate meeting you could tell that there was some uh there was some tentativeness and some trepidation i guess uh once they were doing it because some guys get a little bit intimidated when two coaches come out i said the umpire once you get that lineup card you're in charge and you're the one who's got to be uh not not aggressive but assertive once that happens and you get out there and that it, this is on you now and this was some some of the older guys that were out there and us as well it's okay you got to get the game going because a lot of a lot of games have time limits now and and the like and everything else but now this is up to you to get this thing rolling and it was they were quite uh everybody was quite happy with, with how we we broke it down to the start of the game right to the to the end which we'll we'll get to, to that this week but the rules thing we'll get to that we've been incorporating the rules obviously as we go but you, you don't want to have uh sitting in a classroom all day just uh listening to some guy talk and talk it's all you hear is charlie brown's teacher as i've uh, said before it was quite uh fantastic the way we um uh it was quite great the uh the the turnout that we were getting throughout and the 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 the, the getting it up on youtube and the stuff that we're doing here in southern alberta and then i had one parent talking to me that they didn't know um that it was free and that's a a big thing because these kids who get into it they they don't have any money to spend well most of us don't have any money to spend but to to get going so having these free clinics for kids to learn and see if they like it because if you gotta go pay for stuff and then you don't like it, you almost feel obligated to go and do it again. But if you get kids go out and it's free and they keep coming back and they keep coming back, like we had eight kids, I think it was. And if we can get two to stick around once the spring starts and and they start playing baseball and then they come out and be an umpire, I think that's that's mission accomplished for us. It's been it's been a, a great experience for me. It's been a lot of fun. The kids this week and they heard all the greatest hits about uh, the odd number of calls and even number of calls. You know, the the odd number of calls is what you uh, strive for. One odd 
obviously is is ideal. Three's not bad because you get to vote, right? Uh, zero calls is really bad. Two calls is really bad, but one and three. So they heard all the greatest hits. Ball and a runner, ball and a runner. So it was really good to hear, and the the way the kids responded this weekend was fantastic. We uh, had some some uh, the older guys who learned some things uh, about positioning, about head height, just the simple little things that they didn't get to do. And because we haven't had time in Southern Alberta, and it was just a lot going on um, around here. But I have some extra time in my hands all of a sudden to go and, and get this thing kind of rolling. And I'm not taking all the credit at all, like I'm not by any means. But it, uh, it's been quite been quite uh, uh, rewarding for me to see how these guys are doing. And, and there, there's some fire in their belly for some umpires around here, and guys really like it. And it takes a little bit of pressure off the, the, the other umpires in the area where we have some younger guys and some older guys who want to grab the bull by the horns a little bit more and get out there and do it. And I think that's one thing that has to happen throughout North America uh, to, to get things going. Um, one thing that was quite funny, though, is that uh, this one this one young, uh, young I think he was the youngest one of the bunch. Uh, he was definitely the, the smallest of the bunch, but I think he was the youngest one of the bunch, too. He uh, The one thing he asked right near the end of it, after I said, you guys can do your fancy strike threes when we you, you call strike three for the last on the rubber set, call it. And then uh, he was... Uh, he was just, we were just talking about things that they learned and each, each guy had a, a different thing that they learned that, that they said that they're going to work on, they're going to do. And, uh, but the one kid, he asked me, he says, uh, when do we learn how to throw, throw guys out? And I said, well, that's, that's a ways away. And I hope you, you don't have to get to that point. But what's funny is, is that, um, I hope that's not the reason why he was out there. Uh, Brandon Oberg, who I mentioned a number of times in this show, that's the reason why he got into umpire was to get back at somebody. And now he's a senior umpire in our, in our organization, a baseball Canada guy for a long time and the whole bit, but he got into umpiring to get back at an old baseball coach for that from high school there. So, uh, hopefully this, this young fella, he, he wasn't out there just to, uh, just to, to throw guys out, but it was a funny and uh, kind of a sad state that he, he, he thinks that, that that's part of umpiring. Yes, it is part of umpiring. Yes, we all have the story about that but um it's just one of those things right that he's uh it's it's entrenched in umpires brains at all, at all levels and and players brains at all levels and i hope that's something we can get away with because as we talked it's 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 not that that often where it's a um it's a negative thing. It's a, a lot of fun. It's a lot of positive that comes out of it. We had a lot of positive things that co- co- came off off our clinic as we started it. And I hope the people who are listening to this show, I hope people who listen to, to other podcasts, they can take something and go to their associations and get things moving in the right direction. I don't think there's anybody out there who doesn't want to see umpires succeed, uh, but I just think that it's a forgotten entity and it's something that has to get brought up with the baseball organizations that we need to develop umpires. That's something we're trying to do here in Southern Alberta. It's been really good so far. We've had a, a, a good go of it. Uh, it's re- like I said, it was refreshing to see kids get out there, um, learn things and, uh, and not even, not just kids, but everybody learn things and, and get, and get things going out there properly in the right way. Not that I don't make mistakes, not that Travis don't make or Tyler doesn't make mistakes. We've had other people out there and it's been really beneficial. One thing we are going to try to do once we get closer to the season is uh, break it up a little bit. Not that uh, one level of baseball uh, is officiated different than another level, but some guys, their, their learning levels are just a bit different right now. So we're going to try to break things up where the advanced clinics, like and then get more intermediate clinics and the rest and, ha- and uh, see some different pitches and diff- different scenarios, start calling box and everything else and, and getting strike zones where they're supposed to be once we get into the, um, in, into the, uh, 
late winter, we will call it. I won't call it spring. We call it late winter here because uh, baseball season starts and there's still snow on the ground in places at Lloyd Nolan Yard, though. But we had a really good, good, good turnout of this year. And I'm really happy with how the things turned out. And I, I hope we can keep uh, progressing forward. And I hope people get uh, who do listen to this show, they take a little bit of, of knowledge. They take a, a little bit of fire in the belly over the holiday season and talk about umpiring and, and things that they can do inside their organization. And it doesn't have to be a leader or the lead. Uh, if you want to have a clinic, go out and get one. Go out and start one and, and ask. That's, I think that's the biggest thing is nobody really asks. And nobody takes the, the initiative because I, I don't think people understand that uh, there are people who want help and so get out there and do it hands-on training is so important at all levels and like sitting in the classroom yes the rules are are of utmost important knowing the rule book is the utmost importance i got a obscure rule that i i I look up an obscure rule before we we get this going but there, there are things that you need to look at every day when you're out in the field making sure your uniform's done properly telling kids they can't be late and the reason why um, why they can't be late, this situation, what, what, what could happen if you don't show up, the, just the home plate meeting and all and all and all uh, as it progresses and as, as the game goes. And hopefully, like I said, we, we, we can get two kids who, uh, didn't uh, think much of umpiring to come out later on and get it going. It would be, it's a, it'd be a positive thing for the Sun Albert Umpire Association. And it was probably right, right across the country that if they can get kids to go out there with some confidence, be assertive, not aggressive. But assertive, ball and a runner, yeah, on the plate, on on uh, yeah, on the rubber set, calling all all that stuff on a daily basis. It would be a good thing. Um, it's been fun. The holiday season's upon us, so so we got to take a little bit of break. I don't know if I'm going to do. No, I'll do one more. I've got. I've been working on getting a guest on. Uh, maybe I'll get a guest on later on this week. Uh, we'll record it. And maybe we'll put it out between Christmas and New Year's because uh, we've got a lot going on here at fourteen twenty World Headquarters. Uh, the the Hey Blue podcast, an umpire's podcast for umpires by an umpire. It's been a great year for the Southern Alberta Umpire Association. It's been a great year for, for me behind the, uh, with the, uh, with the uniform on. Maybe we'll get into that. The next show, I uh, kind of had a pat in the back of myself a little bit that there were some, some goals that I hit for in my umpiring career this year and things going. So it was actually quite good that we uh, got this going in the right direction a little bit. We had uh, the COVID situation where umpiring couldn't happen, but it's, uh, and there was no games, but now that we're kind of, out of that and we've got different different sicknesses and flus and it's been uh, not great but everybody's uh been quite positive southern Alberta umpire association we're we're moving so moving in the right direction hopefully things get going in your guys' direction uh with with the with umpiring because it's 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 very important for mentorship at the amateur level to get this going in the right direction because you, it, just because you you uh been doing it for a long time doesn't mean you've been doing it right for a long time and that's something that we we, we have to get to uh to get out there and get a consistent mentorship out there, consistent basics of it, and then move it forward. And, and that's what we've been doing here. And it's just, it's constant, constant, constant repetition. And it's one, one thing that we need to, we need to really, really do. Anyways, I got, I got my obscure rule of the week coming up before uh, the, the Hey Blue podcast brought to you by Plate Crate and the platecrate.com. Use promo code. 1420 plate at platecrate.com today and save yourself 20 bucks on the subscription service at plate crate. Get the uh, gift of baseball delivered to your door every month. Make it Christmas all year long with plate crate. Subscribe to plate crate and receive a different baseball themed crate that includes gear, snacks, training aids, accessories, and apparel delivered right to your door every month. It'll be 
And just like Christmas morning for that baseball or softball player in your family. Plate Crate also has apparel and gifts for baseball parents or coaches as well. Just click on our personalized link, sign up, and give the gift of baseball this holiday season at PlateCrate.com today. All right, the Obscure Rule of the Week brought to you by Rucket Sports and RucketSports.com. Uh, use promo code 1420RUCK. That's 1420RUKK for all of your backyard baseball, golf, softball. They got everything. Uh, training needs. It's a great site. They got lots of stuff. You get 10% off your first purchase. We get a little bit of a kickback on the, the percentage, whatever. It's not a whole bunch, but it's just a, another way to uh, to help out the Hey Blue in the 1420 podcast. But anyways, go to RucketSports.com. Use promo code 1420RUCK. That's R-U-K-K at RucketSports.com. I'm sure you guys are sick of hearing all about the, the 1420. Trust me, I'm sick of saying them. So it's, it's kind of even uh, just one of those things. But anyways, obscure rule of the week. Something that you probably... Well, I won't have to deal with. I've never had to deal with it, but now it's looking uh, like everybody's looking for a competitive advantage somehow. Everybody's reinventing the wheel when it comes to the game of baseball. So you never know and uh, when this might happen. It's better to know the rule uh, before you go out in the field just in case. I'm sure that if you uh, were going into this situation, you would probably know if there was a... Uh, if there was an ambidextrous pitcher, I'm sure the world would know the tournament committee, whatever would they would let you know that there's a rule or there's a guy out there that throws a guy or girl that throws with both hands. I've never seen it, but it does happen. Uh, Pat Vendetti or Vendetti, I guess his name is, I, I don't know how to pr- uh, properly pronounce it, but it doesn't much matter. Uh, he had a, a rule basically named after him back in 2007. I think it was. Uh, 2008. I'm just reading it here now. Um, that there was this guy ambidextrous the whole bit. Uh, but geez, man, if I couldn't imagine this kind of a situation, this guy must throw a lot of baseballs over the years. Uh, probably he had two arms doing. It. He probably throwing throw more baseballs than anybody in the history of baseball, especially now with guys going down and the rest days, and everything else, else the way baseball's played now. But anyways, um. I'm sure that if there was, like I said, if there was a guy who uh, was was throwing ambidextrous, you would probably catch up on the rule. But I guess it's one of those things that uh, also that if if this was happening, this is one rule that the coach of that team, he would know this rule inside out because he'd want to stump the ump kind of a deal, right? So he would know this one. So I, I strongly encourage people to uh, to follow, to read the rule book maybe once or twice a day instead of looking things up on Facebook, like I've said in the past, and looking at Twitter. Uh, just grab your rule book, find some obscure rule, or just learn all the rules or or learn them at your own at your own pace, and then you're good to go when the season goes. And now they got some downtime during the holiday season to uh, to read the rule book and everything else. But anyways. The Pat Vendetti rule reads this, uh, 507F, uh, currently reads, a pitcher must indicate visually to the umpire-in-chief, the batter, and any runners that the hand with which he intends to pitch, which may be done by wearing his glove on the other hand while touching the pitcher's rubber. The pitcher is not permitted to pitch with the other hand until the batter is retired. The batter becomes a runner, the inning ends, the batter is substituted for by a pinch hitter, or the pitcher incurs an injury. In the event, in the event a pitcher switches pitching hands during an at bat because he has suffered an injury, the pitcher may not, for the remainder of the game, pitch with the hand for which he has switched. The pitcher shall not be given the opportunity to throw any preparatory pitches after switching pitching hands. Any changes of pitching hands must be indicated indicated clearly to the umpire in chief. Yeah, that's something that I, I'm going to say that most people have not had to deal with or, or is going to need to deal with, but that's a lot. And it's something that's one of those rules you need to, you need to just know. 
And that's something that I learned this morning. I was looking for an obscure rule. So I think I might have stumped the ump if anybody says they know that one. Uh, either they're really smart, they geeked out on the, on the rule book a lot, or, uh, they, they got caught on it somehow, or they just are, are, are baseball uh, geek like myself and figured that one out. Umpire dork. I call myself mechanic dork at the, uh, at the clinics. I'm very methodical with my mechanics. Uh, not what they're always right, but I'm very methodical with them. So I'm trying to get the kids doing the right way. So there's my obscure rule of the week uh, for the Hey Blue podcast. Been a great, uh, a lot of fun doing these for you guys. I got maybe I'll, I'll get one more of these, uh, these out there for you guys. We've had some great guests on, on the show so far. Um, three so far. Maybe I'll get one more. Four actually. Matt Ben was on too. I talked to him a lot, so I don't consider him a guest. He's just a, I don't want to say friend, a good acquaintance. He's like, he's an acquaintance. Well, maybe we'll, we'll have a round table or something discussion. We'll get one more of these uh, recorded. It'll be good. Like I said, we'll get it out there. Been a lot of fun doing the Hey Blue sports podcast or Hey Blue Empire podcast. T-shirts are on the go. It's a thing and stuff, but it's a, it's quite the hassle to get anything uh, purchased nowadays. But uh, as people know that it's just a, it's, it's a thing, but we got those coming for hopefully the new year undershirts, the, uh, that, that dry fit material, the whole bit. So if you, if you want to get one, get back to us on all our Twitter accounts and 1420 sports at gmail.com. Uh, also, if you guys want us to talk about anything in the new year, uh, anything you guys want us to cover, guests you want us to have on the show, let us know. We'll be more than happy to reach out to these people and get them on the Hey Blue podcast. Anyways, that'll do her for the Hey Blue podcast for this week. I uh, hope you guys had a good time listening. Get out there, support your local umpires, get out there and umpire, get out there and, and teach kids, uh, get out there and learn something for anybody. Get out to a clinic. They're, they're coming up. Make sure you sign up. Make people know that, make, make sure people know that, that you're interested in it and get out there and do it because we need, we need numbers, but we don't want just hat fillers either. Get out to a clinic, get out and learn something. Teach your instructors something. Every once in a while, I get stumped and I got to go out and teach something as well or learn something as well. And I, I, I do hear things that I learned through Brandon or, or Matt or Tyler, whoever's. And then Cody, he came up to a couple as well. So you, you do learn things as instructors. I got the Baseball Canada Caravan coming up in March. So I got to brush up on a bunch of stuff as well. But anyways, a lot of fun doing the Hey Blue podcast for you guys. The umpires podcast for umpires by an umpire. And remember everybody, smart people fun. Have a good day, folks. We'll talk to you again uh, next week. Thank you for listening to this Belly Up Sports Podcast Network product. Some said we go belly up, so we made it our name. And we're still here. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. 